Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Is an awesome God he reigns from heaven above with some power and love our God is an awesome God our God is an awesome God he you better do your good pleasing and perfect will 
This we pray and this we ask in the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord and our Savior. Let God's people say amen. 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 We're talking about no confidence. In the flesh. No confidence in the flesh. Now, we, we got here in Philippians. The Apostle Paul was having to deal with a group of individuals that had slipped into the church known as Judaizers, uh, the legalists, uh, individuals who felt like, you know, just faith in Jesus Christ, that was just that was just too simple. Just placing your faith in Jesus Christ and getting all your sins saved and and, and that getting your soul saved, that was just too simple. They felt like, see, well, okay, getting your sins forgiven. They felt like that was too simple. The tragic thing is, children of God, is that some people still feel like that. Some people that don't, when individuals don't know God, they feel like it's harder to be saved than what it really is when they don't know God. So they start making up stuff, and they start trying to make stuff real, real hard and real, real difficult. Then men can try to be with excuse. See, the reality is that salvation is really very, very simple. Really, pleasing God is very, very simple. Do Let me give you the secret right in here. In case some of you might be wondering, you know, possibly I find salvation to be hard. I find it to be the All salvation is about is doing what God says. And there it is. Doing what? What God say. And we, we don't, we get in trouble with God. That's that's it. All God is trying to get you and I to do is to do just like he asks us. When he asks us, where he asks us, how he asks us. So these individuals who, who had a lot of confidence in the flesh, listen at listen at Paul what Paul says. He said, Further, my brothers, verse one. And sisters, rejoice in the Lord. It is no trouble for me to write to you the same thing to you again and again, and it is a safeguard for you. Now, this is for those of you out there that feel like Apostle Brian, you preaching the same thing over and over. But Paul said, it's no shame for me. It's not a bad thing for me to keep saying the same thing. The Burger King understand it. That's why they keep telling the same thing on the commercials. How many commercials you see for the first time? You see it one time for the first time. Every other time you see it is where they drilling it into your mind to try to get it, to try to get that message into you. See, they drilling it into your mind. Well, that's the same thing with the Word of God. God wants His Word drilled into our mind, drilled into our heart, drilled into our our inner man, that we might not sin. What against Him? Paul said, "It's no trouble for me to write the same thing to you again." And it is a safeguard. You need to understand that those who keep bringing the word to you over and over, they trying to safeguard your soul. Let me say that again. Those who keep bringing the word of God to you over and over, what they trying to do is safeguard and protect your soul. They trying to protect you so you can spend eternity with God and don't have to spend eternity in hell, so that you can live forever. They are trying to safeguard you, just like a parent that to be telling his children over and over, don't do don't do drugs or don't be having premarital sex or don't. No, they trying to safeguard you, and people that are trying to safeguard you are not your enemy. People that are trying to safeguard you are your friends. Right. So, uh, 
it's no, it's no false, it's no trouble for me. It's no trouble. He said, watch out for those dogs. Now, the dogs, the dogs were the ones that that were referred to as the ones that um, felt like you got to do a whole bunch of stuff in the flesh. Now, these were the, the members of the, the circumcision group. Now, Paul calls them dogs because, you know, in, in essence what he was saying is they don't know, they don't they don't really know how to do this thing. Mm-hmm. They, don't, they don't really know how to go about this thing. He said, watch out for those dogs, those evildoers, those mutilators of the flesh. Now, the reason why he called them mutilators of the flesh, <laughs> they felt like you had to be circumcised in order to have right relationship with God. And Paul said, look, basically what circumcision is now, now, circumcision used to be the way that the individuals showed that they had a relationship with God and that it was required by God and this is what you were supposed to do on the eighth day to the male child and all this kind of thing. But Paul said, look, God is doing a whole new thing now. And now, circumcision, trying to obtain a righteous relationship with God by circumcising, by cutting off a piece of flesh, he said it's just mutilation. It's just mutilation. So you say, Apostle, what are you trying to get us to understand? That that with God, you got to know when certain things are appropriate and when they are not. There was a time when circumcision was appropriate. Then after Jesus did his thing, circumcision was no longer appropriate. There was a time when the blood of bulls and goats and pigeons and things was appropriate. After Jesus Christ did his thing, it's no longer appropriate. There was a time when, when the law of Moses was what you, what you went by and how everybody was to live. And if you, eye for an eye and two for two, after Jesus did his thing, it was no longer appropriate. So you've got to know there was a time when the Apostle Paul was a persecutor of the Christians and was on his way to do harm to the believers. That That's what Ananias said to the Lord. You remember when, when the Lord called Ananias? And Ananias, I've heard many reports about this man and all the harm he's done to your people. He's come here. To, to do harm to anyone who calls his name. There was a time when that was appropriate. But God be saying, look, you've got to know what's appropriate now. You can get in trouble with God going off some stuff that was appropriate. So let us, let us, that, that this is part of the reason, and one of the reasons why we study his word every day, because God reserves the right to change. And God be doing things different. There might have been some ways God was doing things two years ago he ain't doing today. But we want to stay close to God. We want to stay sensitive to his spirit so that we can know how is God doing things now. How does God want things done now? Paul said, there's no trouble. No. There are some things that God is saying the same thing over and over. There are some things that God is saying the same way over and over and over again. Paul said, ain't no problem for me to say that to you. Ain't no problem. It's a safeguard to you. He said, now watch out for those dogs, those evil those evildoers, those mutilators of the flesh. Now, those dogs, evildoers, mutilators of the flesh. Remember those words. What were the three, three words? Dogs, evildoers, and mutilators of the flesh. Now, these, this is symbolic of individuals who got the wrong stuff that God won't done over and over. Now, as you look at this, as you look at these scriptures, we got two types of things here. We got the things that we do over and over that God wants us to do over and over, 
and we got the things that we do over and over that God don't want us to do, do over and over. Now, what Paul was saying, he was talking about in the early part of these scriptures, he was talking about the things that we do over and over that God wants us to do over and over. Look at what the Bible says. He said, look, it is no trouble for me to write to you what? The same thing to you again. It is a safeguard to you. That's when you when you doing the things that God wants you to do over and over. But then when he come down and talk about who? Mute dogs, mutilators of the flesh, who was other? Evil doers. This is when now you're doing things over and over that God don't want you to do over and over. Most of our lives has as as is is, is a most of what God is happy and, and, and upset with us about has to do with our habits. Has to do with our habits, and and our habits are is what we have chosen to, do. things that we've chosen to do over and over and over. So, be careful with your habits, children of God. You know, there's some of you out there under the sound of my voice. I was talking to one of the other the day, and the Lord just put in my spirit. You got to tell her she got to get her offering right. She got to get her offering right. It was, you know, she had gotten in the habit of offering being sometime in, and, and the blessings of God being blended sometime in her life. And she'd been wanting to come up out of this particular status, and this, I said, I had to tell her, you got to get your offering right. Because when you jeopardize your offering with God, you jeopardizing everything. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. Get God straightened out. You want God to take care of you first. Go on and take care of God first. Get in the habit of taking care of God first. Taking care of the things of God first. All right? Now, it says those mutilators of the flesh. For it is we who are the circumcision. We who serve God by his spirit. So if you really want to know who, who's really circumcised, who, who the people are that are really operating in the spirit of circumcision, it's the period people that are operating uh, by the Spirit of Christ. You listen to what the Bible says. For it is we who are the circumcision. As in other words, Paul said, look, it ain't got nothing to do with cutting foreskin off your penis. That's what circumcision physically is, the removal of the foreskin from the penis. That's what foreskin Paul says we are the circumcision. Those of us, watch this, we who serve God by his Spirit. So what circumcision really is now, now is serving God what? By his by his spirit. That means listening to God. That means that means studying God's word. That means uh submitting yourself to God. That means being obedient to God. Those who are the circumcision now. Now the circumcision used to be the ones who were pleasing to God. When they got when they got circumcised, they would be pleasing to God. It would be like a sweet smelling aroma. Well, now Paul says, look, we are the circumcision now. Those of us who serve God, huh, by his spirit, who boast in Christ Jesus, and who, watch this, who put no confidence in the flesh. That means that anything that we can do without the Holy Spirit, we don't put no confidence in that. Anything that you and I can do without the Holy Spirit, we don't put no confidence in that that is considered flesh. Now, if you wonder what the flesh is, it's anything that we can do. Well, one thing that we can't do that that without the without the spirit of God, we can't love one another. 
Without the Spirit of God, we can't obey God's word. Without the Spirit of God, we can't we can't live for God. So God wants us, you and I, operating in the Spirit. He wants us operating in the Spirit, not putting confidence in the flesh. A lot of people are going to end up missing out on heaven, missing out on what God wants to take on misery because they put confidence in the flesh. They thought this thing was about what they could do, and this thing is really about what God can do for us. And trusting and having having our trust in what God has done for us. God is the one who saves us. We can't save ourselves. God is the one who, who gives us wisdom. We can't give ourselves wisdom. God is the one who, who heals us. We can't heal ourselves. So we, we start talking about the flesh. We're talking about the stuff you can do. You can do that. You can do that. But when you start talking about moving by the spirit, we're talking about we're talking about the stuff that, that you can't do by yourself. Paul said, "Though I have my myself have reason for such confidence." Paul said, "Now, if we want to talk about the the flesh, and, and we want to compare flesh uh, uh, bedpans, so to speak." Paul said, "I, I got a whole lot more, whole lot of confidence." In the flesh, look at look at the stuff I done done in the flesh. He said, if someone else thinks they have reason to put confidence in the flesh, I have more. He said, I was circumcised on the eighth day of the people of Israel, of the tribe of Benjamin, a Hebrew Hebrew. In regard to the law, I was a Pharisee. As regard to the zeal, I was persecuting the church. You know, as for... As for righteousness, you know, based on the law, Paul says I was faultless. Paul said, "Look, I did a lot of that stuff that 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 has nothing to do with the Holy Spirit." And this where Paul, this is where the difference between church folk and saved folk, right today. See, church folk is do, is still doing a whole lot of stuff, have their confidence in a whole lot of stuff. Saved folk understand this thing is about what God has done for me. It's about him saving me. Mm-hmm. Paul says righteousness based on the law. Paul says I was faultless. He says, but whatever were gains to me, I consider a loss for the sake of Christ. What more, I consider everything a loss because of the surpassing worth of knowing Christ Jesus, my Lord. Now you 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 should too. You should as well, child of God. Right? Any all of that stuff that we could do without Christ, Paul says, I consider it. I, I consider it as dumb. I consider it as as a loss. Because what's what's really more important to you and to me is knowing more about what God wants us to do. That's what's really important in life. What? Knowing more about what God wants us to do. Listen to Paul. Listen to Paul. Paul says, for whose sake? He says, now what is more, I consider everything a loss because of the surpassing worth of knowing Christ Jesus, my Lord. For whose sake I have lost all things. Watch this. I consider them garbage that I may gain Christ. Mm-hmm. All that stuff I could do, 
without Christ. I now consider that stuff what? Garbage. And then rubbish in some translation. And you and me need to consider that stuff as rubbish too. That stuff that we can do in life without God, that stuff is really garbage, rubbish, trash. Only the stuff that we can only do through and by a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. That's what needs to be uh, in the forefront in our lives. That's what needs to be the important thing in our life. That's what needs to be the thing that, that we spend most of our time, our energy, and our effort on. Not that stuff that we can do without the Holy Spirit. That stuff is... That stuff is rubbish. And be found in him, not having righteousness of my own that comes from the law, but that which is is through faith in Christ, the righteousness that comes from God on the basis of truth. So there's a righteousness by faith and there's a righteousness by the law. God wants us to focus on the righteousness that comes by faith, righteousness based on faith. Because remember, without faith, Impossible to please God. Now you had a law, you use and you still got a lot of people out there still going by the law, still going by the law. Yeah, but see, if it's not faith, you're not pleasing God. You know, just because the law said it, what the law said, the law said the law. You can law, law, law yourself right on the hill. Everything is all about faith. A righteousness. Look at, look at what the Bible says. A righteousness that comes from God on the basis of faith. Faith. Well, that takes us right on back to to without faith, it is impossible to please God. So let us move and let us do our thing. Your healing, it's got to come through faith. Getting that new job, getting that husband or that wife, fixing that marriage, fixing that family, it's got, you got to have faith. Fixing that husband, fixing that wife, fixing that child, fixing that, that parent, got to come through faith. It is through faith. That, that God is pleased and that God does his greatest work. When God sees faith, see, it, it, it is like it is like a, a beautiful uh, canvas on which an artist paints a masterpiece. When God sees faith, he realizes when he sees faith in people, all he got to do is see faith in you, my brother or my sister, who God be saying, I can do all kinds of stuff. I can heal him. I can deliver him. I can I can do some stuff. I was telling one thing earlier today. I said I want uh, you know I wanted to be I want God to heal in such a matter that people be asking about this infirmity and be saying oh come on you ain't really had no so and so. But God done done healed so completely. See you don't read nothing about the man that was paralyzed in the scripture that had been an invalid for thirty eight years and God healed him up and people were still asking you know won't you paralyze? Won't you? I still see some. Still see some some yeah. traces of mm-hmm. won't nothing, won't nothing. There was complete healing. Man, that had been an invalid from his birth. You don't hear stories that he was still walking with a limp, and you couldn't. Uh, uh-uh. uh. They won't nothing. They're, your faith can make you whole. So until we get until we get hold, if that's what we got faith to be, then we still ain't where God wants us. We, we we still got ways to go. God bless you, children of God. Heaven smile on you. What we say the topic was? No confidence. Don't have no confidence in the flesh. 
God bless you. There is power, power, wondrous work and power in the blood of the Lamb. There is power, power, wondrous work and power in the precious blood of the Lamb. There is power, power. Wondrous work and power in the blood blood. of the Lamb. There is power, power, wondrous work and power in the precious blood of the Lamb. Saints, you can reach us through email at thechristensternchurch at gmail.com. Check out our website at www.ourchurch.com backslash member backslash t backslash tccc. Feel free to join us on Talk Shoes, Precast, YouTube, and iTunes at 9 a.m. 6 p.m. daily. On Talk Shoe, call 724-444-7444 and try D17959. On Precast, type in Robert Bryan on YouTube and the Christian Center Church channel. You can see excerpts of Apostle Robert Bryan on YouTube. Donations should be sent by using the donation button on the church website or our talk show homepage. God bless you and heaven smile on you. In Jesus' name, amen.
Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.